You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have an ultra-colorful and busy week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, Sagittarius season begins, giving us the urge to take a more upbeat approach to life. Mars will also transit in the sign of the Archer, which will aid us in taking action on far-reaching goals. Mercury is transiting into its pre-shadow retrograde this week in preparation for its upcoming regressive motion on December 12th. And over these next seven days, we have a fascinating occurrence going on with Chiron and Saturn. Saturn and Chiron will be in a semi-square with one another. And while they're doing that, they're going to connect with some of the inner planets together in a weird way. And by weird, I mean complex. With a wild week like this, the vibes on the graph are all over the place. Ambition and solitude energy will be the most prevalent energies on the graph, and they will peak and valley throughout these next seven days. For this reason, this will be a week where we're experiencing this much-needed push to get things done and take care of circumstances that really need serious attention, but also it could be a week where we need some space to ourselves to resolve a lot of these pressing matters that are going on. Which might be hard, considering a lot of the things that are going on on the graph here, solitude will intersect family and friends, plus social vibes if you're in the States and celebrate Thanksgiving. It's a week where it's hard to get around all the social aspects because people are generally with their families or they're having a friend's giving depending on how they celebrate so the social vibes on this is going to be a little bit unavoidable in certain circumstances and even if that holiday is not the case we're going to be so preoccupied with our own thoughts it might be hard to interact with other people some moments might feel like a welcome distractions while others might feel a little irritating because you're trying to sort out your thoughts Then over the weekend, solitude and ambitious vibes will mix with mental energy. With this level of complicated tenors carrying over from Friday through Sunday, we might feel more revved up than typical and leading to taking action on things that really need our attention. It's the week of just taking care of business for sure. But one thing to note with some of that solitude energy, again, there may be some social moments. It may not be showing up on the graph, but there are a couple of alignments that may cause us to want to socialize and interact with others just as a welcome distraction from some of the stuff that's going on and to have a moment of reprieve. So yeah, this is definitely a wild week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Monday opens up with an easygoing transit from Mercury to Chiron that's going to enable us to bring more harmony and order back to our lives. And this is the only inner planet that's making a harmonious alignment to Chiron this week, so let's soak this one up as much as we can because what it does is it facilitates mending fences with others. It also is excellent for resolving any other issues that we're having concerning our inner dialogue. So it really does help us heal the areas that might have gotten disrupted with some of the other alignments that we've had since this month has started and allowing us to create a sense of calm and easygoing communication with others. Also, this is excellent for promoting mental clarity. So if we felt a little bit off kilter or we just didn't feel as though we could think straight, this is great for experiencing a nice mental reboot that actually feels really cathartic. 
And since we're feeling clear-minded, this can aid us in resolving complex things that need mending. And again, that could be our relationships, that could be other circumstances, it could be resolving something that seemed complex that you might not have had the mental bandwidth to handle at that moment. Continuing with the focus energy, Tuesday brings in a constructive alignment between Mars and Pluto that can help us take action on the areas that require transformation in our lives. And what's lovely about this is the ancient ruler of Scorpio is connecting with the modern ruler while Mars happens to be in its home sign. So this gives it an additional positive boost that's much needed at this point in time. One of the relieving things about this transit is we can be assertive without ruffling feathers as much. In other words, if we're having to be more direct than usual, it doesn't come off overbearing, it doesn't come off power struggly, and it doesn't come off as if we're trying to throw our weight around. As a matter of fact, in energy like this, people tend to be a little bit more clear-minded so they're able to understand exactly why you're coming off the way you are it's not saying that you're coming off in an abrasive way generally mars and pluto contacts that can happen but this one promotes asserting ourselves healthily and so it's not really coming off in an offensive manner energetically if we've lacked motivation for a while this provides us with a much needed vigor to get things done it could be taking care of goals it could be resolving complex things that maybe we again didn't have the mental bandwidth to handle but also if we were experiencing Experiencing low moments of vitality or just low energy, there may be a sense of renewal that comes from this. And this is because of the regenerative powers of Mars and Scorpio combined with Pluto. So this could really bring back a sense of revitalness to us. And because of the transformative nature of this transit, it promotes detoxifying things that are not healthy for us. In other words, it promotes transforming destructive patterns, things that are hindering us from growth, things that are toxic for us, and other areas of life that are no longer serving us. So this may be a day where you're starting to feel as though you could get the ball rolling. It's not saying that you'll be able to do that on that day, but this may be that nudge to get that going for yourself. So it gives us that nice push to eliminate things that are not healthy for us. As mentioned earlier, throughout this week, we have an ongoing theme with Saturn and Chiron connecting to the inner planets. But now that we're at the 22nd onward, we're going to see more complex transits than we did with that Mercury trying Chiron situation. The first transit that we're experiencing on the 22nd is Venus making alignments to Saturn and Chiron that are problematic in nature. With the Saturn stuff, it can show where we're unfulfilled in love life and career situations. So we can come to a conclusion that some of the scenarios romantically aren't working for us whether it's for a lack of passion vulnerability we're no longer into them or it's based on superficial things in other words it's a relationship that's only based on material possessions or for the sake of looking good this could also show up in our career in the sense where we're feeling as though we've hit a glass ceiling you're feeling as though we're getting nowhere with a job and that you know maybe it's a time for a change not an instant change but a time that where we know that we need to look for something better for ourselves that's going to lead to fulfillment with the venus Chiron stuff, it'll give us that push we need to heal problematic patterns when it comes down to our love lives. And in this situation, it can reveal why being overly sacrificial in relationships isn't helping us. So it can have us realizing that we need something more reciprocal when it comes down to our love lives in order to feel happy and fulfilled and to fix the balance of our relationships, to fix the equilibrium in our relationships. One of the biggest saving graces of this week is the Sagittarius energy. Although some of the Sagittarius stuff is going to hit some transits that are harsh, for the most part, we are going into Sagittarius season and it promotes optimism. So happy birthday to all the Sagges out there. 
The sun is now in your sign. And this energy is a very welcome pace considering all the other things we have going on with the transits. So as we leave the severe approach of Scorpio, we shift to a more upbeat, no cares in the world sort of vibe. Under this influence, our ego gets a considerable boost from exploring things, expanding our horizons, going on adventures, being silly, being jovial, and just shooting our shot at life overall. One of the reasons why Sagittarius energy is so celebratory is it comes right after Scorpio. Scorpio energy is necessary. Scorpio energy is welcomed, especially when we have shit that we really need to look at, especially when we need to not have the rose-colored glasses on and see things for what they are so we can fix our lives and transform our circumstances that are no longer serving us. However, once we get to the tail end of that period, we are looking for a reason to let our hair down. We are looking for that light at the end of the tunnel. Because although those things are important and taking care of business and shifting circumstances and behavioral patterns that aren't helping us, it could be really grueling. Scorpio is the dark night of the soul, which can be very draining and demotivating. So when we start shifting into Sagittarius, we could see that bright sunny horizon finally. And give our minds and bodies a rest. Give ourselves an opportunity to enjoy life. And just soak up the sun to an excessive amount because we've earned it. And for anyone who's coming out of a Scorpionic period, whether that's a progressed moon in Scorpio or Pluto squaring your sun or anything to do with those types of themes, when you finally get into that Sag season of your life, you thoroughly, thoroughly immerse yourself into it. This is why this energy pumps us up so much. This is why we start going beyond our limits. This is why we start going for the gold under this energy and we have the urge to take chances and opportunities because after a rough period we feel like luck is on our side we feel as though we have something to really look forward to this is a time where we can get a lot of fulfillment from socializing and sharing ideas with other people overall just sharing in general Sagittarius energy brings out our generous nature and so this is not saying that we're lending out money to people or anything like that but it could be about again sharing ideas sharing in the festivities with other people. Like I was saying earlier, if you're in the States, Sagittarius season always comes around Thanksgiving. And so, and that's a very saggy holiday between the feast and the gathering and the joking around and also opinions being thrown around. It's just a vibe to be expected under this influence. And also beyond Thanksgiving, that's a vibe that the Sagittarius season tends to bring with it. This could also be a time where we're connecting with our inner free spirit. Sometimes we don't connect to the freedom loving parts of ourselves. And you know, that happens for various different reasons in life. But some of the ways that can manifest is through travel, going on exhilarating outings, reconnecting to spirituality and understanding universal truths, and other things that help us feel boundless. Of course, there's a lower vibration as there is any time a planet changes signs, and this is no different even for all of its fun, colorful energies it brings. Even though all the optimistic energy is welcome, there may be moments where we need to curb that in some sort of way. Because under this influence, it can come in an unrealistic tone. So we could find ourselves being overly enthused about something that we really need to pump the brakes on. Sometimes this can show up in ways of spreading ourselves too thin, where we're overbooking ourselves or we're overpromising and underdelivering, which can also lead to being unreliable for that reason. So there tends to be a little more flakiness in this sort of energy. Energy. Other than that, welcome to Sagittarius season 2023. It should be a lot of fun. And if you couldn't get enough Sagittarius energy, 
by the time we hit the 24th, Mars is entering the sign of the Archer. So yeah, we are in full throttle Sag mode this year. And we have a small Sagittarius stellium going on for a while. I mean, Mercury's in Sag and it's going pre-shadow and it will eventually leave Sag. But it'll be right back where it was by the time we hit December 29th. Also, Venus will be in Sag at that point in time, so we've got a long extended stint in Sagittarius energy well after Sagittarius season is over. Last time Mars was in Sagittarius was December 13th of 2021, so it's almost shy of two years since this planet has traversed this sign. But a pairing like this should be really energizing. Mars rules our drive, our motivation, how we go after things, how we get things going in our lives how we assert ourselves, our temper, and our sex drive. Sagittarius promotes optimism and going after your far-reaching goals. So with an energy like this, we will really start going for the gold on some of the things that we want in our lives. Mars is already a self-assured energy. Sagittarius is already a confident energy. And so this combination gives us this extra dose of self-assurance, allowing us to take action on things that we typically shy away from. That could be a good thing. That could be a neutral thing. And of course, that could be a lower expression too. But the cool thing is we end up shooting our shot on things that we normally, again, shy away from. So whether that could be something like a job that we were afraid to apply for because we didn't feel as though we were qualified or submitting an application to a program we want to get into. Sagittarius promotes education, and so this may be submitting your application to a school that you want to go to, whether that's a university or a nursing program or anything to do with education at all. This is definitely that type of energy that will really give you that extra motivation and confidence to just put that out there to submit that application, which is one of the things I really do love about this energy because a lot of the times we doubt ourselves. A lot of the times we limit ourselves. We have self, we put self-imposed restrictions on ourselves. Imposter syndrome tends to creep in a lot of the times and it prevents us from going after what we want. But this type of energy doesn't do that. This type of energy is very impulsive in nature. It just simply aims its arrow and hope that something lands. And sometimes we just need to take that type of approach when it comes down to the things that we want in life. So if you need a little bit of encouragement to just go for yours, this is the time to definitely do so. Even with the Mercury retrograde that's coming up, this is still going to give you that encouragement that you really need to put yourself out there in that way. Energetically, our spirits could be lighter under an energy like this. Even though Mars rules temper and Sagittarius happens to be another fire sign, there is something of a lighter approach depending on the circumstances. It's not to say that there can't be anger here because there absolutely can. The lower vibration of this can get really, really nasty, but for the most part, it's a very cheerful sort of tone to it. And that can manifest in so many ways where we connect with our adventurous side. We get more excited about doing thrilling things, being social, throwing a party, going after things that we want. And by that, it could be travel plans. It could be a time of enjoying different types of excursions that we normally shy away from and just participating in energizing activities overall. And some of the reasons why this does happen under Sag energy is that we're feeling open-minded and again, we're feeling more upbeat than normal, allowing us to be more agreeable to things that we'd normally say no to. Another thing about this energy is it does suffer from the fear of missing out. And again, sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can't be that great. But we might have an inflated urge to take part in the festivities. So that can have anything to do with outings, parties, a cool restaurant that you've been wanting to try, even shopping. It might be an item that you want to purchase and you just feel as though you're kind of left out of the loop because you haven't been able to get it. So this could really rev up that need to be in the mix. 
with Mars having to do with our sex drive, this is one of those energies that's very interesting because it can, it can rev up that need and that passionate sense. But the way this kind of operates is it revs up our free spirited side. So this is not the most committal energy. Not that Mars is specifically about commitment. There are some Mars that have more of a committal tone to them than others, but this one definitely doesn't. But if you're looking for a good time, then this is the Mars for you. If you're looking just to have fun and be adventurous in your dating life, then this one has you covered. Of course, if you're an already established union, this can bring out the more adventurous side in your intimacy. Of course, there is a lower expression as there is any time we have a planet changing signs. And with this one, because it's combined with Mars, it can get a little bit hectic. We need to be aware of being overly opinionated. Sometimes within this energy, our dogma can show up and we might find ourselves fighting over our beliefs. So this could be a pretty keyed up time for those who don't check facts in situations and go off of what they know in their own experience rather than what might be the reality of a situation. Reckless behavior can definitely become more prevalent in an energy like this. In other words, taking big risks that you probably shouldn't that might be kind of foolish can really get keyed up in an energy like this. So can impulsivity, and so that can end up blowing up in our faces. Also, that thing that I said about the fear of missing out, that can also become problematic as well, because, you know, sometimes we just kind of just don't need to hop on the same boat that everybody else is. And because of the way this energy is, it can be more enunciated and normal, and that may end up turning into something that we don't want. We also really need to be aware of our tempers in this energy, because our tempers can flare up and be really nasty. This has a tendency to get really blunt and very cutting, very harsh with words. It could be the type of energy where people throw their weight around, so that's something else to be aware of. And we also need to be aware of the arrogance that can come with this. This is a very confident pairing. Mars and Sagittarius paired together brings out a lot of confidence, but sometimes that confidence is just unjustified. But nonetheless, people may throw that around and act in a way that's really haughty. Other than that, the great things about this energy is it really helps us in terms of not being a passive in our own lives. So if we use this healthily, we can really get things done. The 25th brings in more Sagittarius themes with Mercury going pre-shadow in this sign. One thing to note, the day before Mercury shifts into retrograde, Uranus is going to make a contact with Mercury, which might bring in some interesting tones when it comes down to expecting the unexpected and also dealing with people who are being contrarians for the sake of being a contrarian. But yeah, we're at the beginning points of the last Mercury retrograde for 2023. And this one's a double feature because we will have it in two signs. We will have it in Sagittarius at the end of Sagittarius and in the early degrees of Capricorn. And the interesting thing here with this retrograde is Sagittarius and Capricorn are very different signs and they represent very opposite things. No, they're not polar opposite signs, but Sagittarius is all about expanding beyond your horizon and Capricorn is all about restriction. It's all about contraction. So this retrograde might have a jarring feeling to it depending on how you're being aspected. If you have planets in Capricorn or any of the cardinal signs, you'll be feeling that section. If you have any planets in the mutable signs, you'll be feeling that section depending on your degrees. And if you have mutable and you have cardinal, then yeah, this is going to be a retrograde where you may feel as though things are a little bit up and down. By the time this planet goes into retrograde motion, we'll be in the Capricorn section of this inverse cycle. So this could bring up themes of maturity, rigidity, boundaries, responsibility, committing to the right things, your reputation, career, and dealing with those who hold positions of authority. But overall, our minds might be on stability during that Capricorn portion. The saggy part of this 
ingress might have us looking at situations where we're dealing with negligence, failing to read the fine print, neglecting our obligations, intellectual arrogance, expressing our opinions too strongly, and speaking too firmly, speaking too harshly. Also, because of the nature of Sag, it may show where we lack a lot of structure and boundaries within our lives. So this is going to be an interesting retrograde. Mercury will shift into its retrograde motion on December 12th. Then it'll go direct on January 1st. It'll go direct on New Year's Day. Then it'll finally leave its post shadow around January 20th of 2024. The 25th continues with an odd mix of transits. The Saturn semi-square Chiron alignment will become exact. And while that's happening, Mars is connecting to Saturn in a complex way along with Chiron. We've only got this Saturn semi-square Chiron situation once this year, back in August. And before that, we hadn't seen this alignment since June 2nd of 1971. This is my first experience with it since I wasn't around in the 70s, but with a rare alignment like this, it can definitely be very impactful. The reason why this alignment takes so long is due to the slow orbit of Saturn and also the odd orbit of Chiron. Chiron has an orbit between Saturn and Uranus, and depending on what section it's at, it's going to connect with either of those two outer bodies in a specific way. But this is the last one we're getting for a long time. We won't see this alignment again until August 11th of 2033. Just to put that in perspective of how long this alignment takes to actually happen. Energetically, this can prompt us to work on areas in our lives where we need balance between being overly strict or lacking self-control. It can also show us where we need boundaries versus having absolutely no boundaries at all. Some of the other ways this can manifest is needing to work on a lack of drive, needing to work on feelings of numbness, needing to work on vulnerability, needing to work on being overly obsessed with material things, and some areas where it may be problematic. Well, it's all problematic, but one of the areas where it can really be problematic is if we're in a situation where we either devalue others or ourselves, or we're having situations where others are doing that to us. So an energy like this is giving us a nudge need to work on these things and heal them. Of course, these are not overnight things. As I always say, when I see complex transits, it's not that we get that transit on that day and then all of a sudden miraculously these things happen. These things take time because you didn't get that way overnight. So you're not going to be able to resolve it overnight. But with the Mars stuff combined with all of this, it can really rev up some edgy situations during this day. So this can show us where we need to work on impulsivity and how when we rush into things, it sometimes backfires on us. This can also show where we need to heal temperament issues and how a poor attitude is holding us back from having what we want in life. And if we couldn't get enough complex transits, we have another one going on on that day. Now, this one with Mercury isn't as harsh as the other ones. As a matter of fact, Mercury connecting with Jupiter in this harsh manner may not be as wild, but it does carry annoyance to it. Also, this is our first pre-shadow retrograde alignment. So we'll see this one pop up a few more times throughout the regressive cycle. The thing with this alignment is it can rev up a lot of overstating. It can rev up a lot of oversharing as well. So this may be a day where we have awkward interactions with others who are just TMIing the hell out of us. Making for cringy conversations and just moments where it's just like, eh, didn't want to hear that. 
And this is where I say this one is this kind of like, yeah, it's annoying more so than anything else. And also, it does have other things where we may be dealing with people who are fabricating too much and stretching the truth. Maybe not in a manipulative way, but just in a way of just like, you could tell that they're telling tall tales to make themselves seem important. Jupiter has a way of inflating things and pumping things up, and so somebody might be doing that. Speaking of inflated, it does bring out an arrogance about it too, so that may be also another thing that's annoying. Plus, the preachy, opinionated exchanges that may occur as a result. And due to the flighty nature of this transit, we definitely want to make sure we're paying attention to important details, especially if we have to go over something that is very detailed-oriented. So do the best you can with this energy hits. Then when we get to Sunday, Venus is making a quincunx with Uranus. When I was looking at the vibes on the graph and there was that solitude there, there was still a lot of possibility in terms of socializing. And that mercury quadrate jupiter situation can bring that about. And this Venus quincunx Uranus can bring that about. The exchanges are not the best quality, but sometimes it does bring in a more social tone. But with this Venus making a quincunx to Uranus, it's a quincunx. And so we may have to deal with some areas where we lack self-awareness, especially when it comes down to our love lives. And with the combination like this, it may be us having to work on seeking novelty all the time in relationships or being very erratic in relationships. Having this constant need to switch things up because we get bored very easily. Having issues with commitment, having issues with routine. So it could show us the unhealthy ways we engage in unions. Also, this does bring in situations where we might be taking too many risks when it comes down to our love lives. And when I say too many risks, being risky in terms of being out there on a sexual level. Nothing wrong with wanting to hook up. Definitely nothing wrong with being sex positive. We should all feel comfortable and confident in that. However, of course, it can veer on the unhealthy end. And this is one of those things where it veers on the unhealthy end. So definitely try to be mindful of that. I mean, again, when we have hard transits like this, it's giving us that nudge needed to work on these things. So there are no longer putting us in problematic situations in our lives. But yeah, what a crazy seven days. Um, this week was packed to the gills with a lot of wild stuff. Easy transits, some Sagittarius energy for good mitigation, but for the most part, it is definitely one of those weeks that's a little out of hand. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, and see you in the next episode.